1: Welcome to another episode of G Things Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. Today, I am joined by a familiar voice to some of you. You might know him from the Low Life podcast, Lo Von Rumpf. He is here, he is great. We are here together on Google Hang. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome.
0: We're here. We're queer. <laughs> yeah, it's Pride. And we are, it's Pride Month. Yes. <laughs> well, way to kick off Pride Month. I Caroline. love it.
1: I'm pumped that you're here. Yeah. This is great. It's so nice to have I'm you. So-
0: I'm so excited to have like to be here. I'm like I'm so excited to have you too.
1: I lived in New York for 10 years. I could tell you anything about, you know, being in any of the like sort of abundant industries of New York, but I have no idea how like show business works. I don't know how like being a stylist works. I don't know how you get clients. I don't know how you shop for them. Do they give you money? Like can you like tell us about like what your job yeah. is and like yeah. and like <laughs> how like I I just like want to know. I know that you like dress people. Yeah. <laughs> But I need to know like mo- I need you to like t- I need really you good. to like take your daughter to work day with me right now. I mean,
0: it's time. Like, <laughs> I'm taking my little daughter, little Carolina. Yes, Get please. in the car, Carolina. We're going to work. I'm ready. We're going to style. Take
1: me to work slash church.
0: So I will say this much. Uh I didn't really know anything going into the industry either. And the only reason why I feel like I just had a leg up in the sense of I got in oh God 11 years ago wow. and but I grew up here in Los Angeles okay. Orange County LA I was always I, I was always here as a kid yeah um, so I mean and that comes into play because I wanted to get into fashion I was working at Abercrombie my you know aspirations were pretty high and uh,
1: <laughs> right. You knew you hadn't peaked. You were I got, like, "I'm meant for big things." I'm I got fired.
0: I I got fired from Abercrombie <gasps> and Fitch. So yeah, I got fired because I was handing out fierce bottles of cologne to whoever I thought was like <laughs> a nice customer. Like, if someone was like, "I love your puka shells," and I'm like, "This one's on me." Like,
1: <laughs> were you allowed to do that at all, or was that like totally not?
0: No, that was just me um, handing out. Yeah, I would I would give away free shit all the time. Oh
1: my god. Yeah,
0: because I was like, this system's corrupt and like they're charging way too much for yeah, shit.
1: you were like, I hate capitalism. Uh, Take this yeah, bottle I'm, of fear. Fuck the man.
0: Get the <laughs> polo. Or I'd see like people stealing stuff, but you can't do anything. By the way, That's isn't right. that crazy? I know. You can't crazy. do shit. I know. There would be guys that would layer like seven polos in the fitting room and come out and be like, have a good time. Yeah. And then I'd see him at Wetzel Pretzel just chilling. Like, you know, like they're just not worried about it at all. As a, you can't as, stop them. You legally. can't stop them.
1: People don't know that. But, you know, as, a, as as someone who was once 19 years old, and I always love to say, you know, my prefrontal cortex hadn't been developed yet. I think that honest, I honestly, not even a bit, not even a joke, believe that is the part of your brain that, like, like uh, tells you you should be afraid. Like, kind of gives mm-hmm. you fear, but at 19, it's not really there yet. So, like, before we could drink, like, we all went through shoplifting stages. I mean, my friend <laughs> and I was like, What? Oh, yeah. Do you not know? Th- oh my God. Any girl, I- ask, like, any. I was just on vacation with my friend and I was like, Did you go through a shoplifting stage? She was like, Yeah. Like, everyone has at least stolen one bra from the gap. I guarantee.
0: Wow, I didn't realize that. Like, I'm
1: kind of a badass, ever, I got to tell you. <laughs> ever,
0: hey, I went through my stealing phase, yeah. like, fast moment. <laughs>
1: because I think someone, someone who, you know, you have this one friend in high school who, like, works in retail and is like, by the way, we can't chase you out of the store. And everyone's like, okay, let's go to Old Navy. It's a free-for-all, like, oh, walking out of the store. But can't, but can't mall cops get you?
0: Yeah, they can, but most of the times, like, if you just make a beeline to they're the like, parking not lot, uh, they like, don't get paid enough for that. Yeah, they don't really, though, <laughs> especially in today's day and age. Like, you don't know, these kids have like a taser on them, some pepper spray. You know, I'm not like, fucking
1: with the teens, absolutely no. not. I'd be like, take what you want, I'm afraid of you, please. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: fine, we'll make it up in the long run. It's fine. Take the sneakers, <laughs> my god, it's not a big deal. For some Chuck Taylors, get out of here, right?
1: Just what makes you happy, we all deserve something. Okay, yeah. I cut you off. Okay, so you got fired from Abercrombie. Me, but you knew you wanted to be in the world of clothes fashion. And fashion yeah
0: well so i was like uh like 17 18 years old and i was doing like little modeling gigs and stuff and like oh god wow. it's and it wasn't the time for me it wasn't here's the thing that was the day and age of like uh model wise uh it was like caucasian 100 percent, like corn fed alabama grown <laughs> Just like that, who is it, like a Matt Bomber type, you know, yeah. like Kendall, a Kendall, yeah. blonde
1: Aryan prince, <laughs> an Aryan
0: prince, if you will. And I'm over here, no one knows where I'm from. They're like, are you like black? Are you Lebanese, Hispanic? I'm just like a little mix-tration, mixed bag of tricks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I was like, all right. And I can't handle this like whole life of like, not eating and just constant rejection. Yeah. Um. So I'd book one gig and then get denied like seven or eight times, but it's so much work. You got to go into these ghosties anyway. Yeah. I watched one episode of America's Next Top Model <laughs> and I was like, sign me up, Tyra. <laughs> I'm a model. Um. So I signed with Wilhelmina and didn't do that great. And then I was like, I was on a shoot and the stylist just didn't show up to set. And it was, I, I booked, I was shocked that I booked it, but um, <laughs> a, a Hudson jeans, I think that was the denim campaign. So all the clothing was there, accessories, everything. And the stylist was, of course, coming to put all the looks together. And it was for editorial and also for like their campaign. Okay. So the photographer was there and there's three models, myself included. And we're just waiting on this stylist to show up. And the photographer's like, where the fuck is this person? Why aren't they here yet? He's all frustrated. We're in downtown LA in this like big warehouse type situation. So I was like, I could style it. I love to style and like, I have a styling background. I didn't have a (laughs) styling background, never styled in my life. So I I get dressed
1: every day. That is the same thing.
0: (laughs) Um, And he was just so frustrated that he's like, fine. Like, yes, put the looks together. And I was like, yes. So I went in and I I styled it, which was great. I had so much fun doing it. Uh, And then, uh, so that was that. And then I thought, wait, I kind of love this. I kind of love like not having to worry about like having like an underground pimple on my cheek and yeah. like, I could live my best life, like not on camera right yeah. now. And just, and I could be super creative. I'm still in fashion. I'm still getting to work with photographers. So I was like, okay, change my trajectory, modeling career. I'm retired. Um, after <laughs> like, it was like oh, you're six like months. Uh,
1: personal news. I have decided that no my update
0: <laughs> letting y'all know (laughs) this career is no
1: longer (laughs) serving me that is kind of like that's incredible that they just let for a hudson jeans campaign they just let the model like go rogue with the with the
0: clothing So, well, they probably would have never done that, but the, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Hudson jeans, but they're, they were an East coast company. So their rep wasn't here. It was the photographer who worked closely with the brand and he was just so irritated and fed up because we were eating up time and money that he's like, that's fine. Just style. Like, I don't want to deal with this because I don't style. So like, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I will Um, shoot this picture. I'm going home.
0: Yeah. It was, it was one of those. And then I ended up getting a call from this photographer. I gave him my info and stuff and and my the agency had sent over some stuff you know in case he wanted to book me again yeah. and I get a call like Six months later, and I hadn't been working too much, and I was, like, doing hustling jobs, you know, like, hooking on the streets, you know, sleeping with everybody. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do anything. Look, you do you.
1: Like, no. <laughs> sex work is valid to me. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you worked at Abercrombie. <laughs> get- I didn't know you had to go that route. You, like, yeah. you, like handing out your resume me, I have worked at Abercrombie. Like, yeah. do, you know, do you know who I am?
0: So, I was just in hustle, hustle mode. And, um, <laughs> yeah, no hooking just so the audience is not like, Oh my God, love was given BJs for fashion. (laughs) Um, But I ended up getting a call from this guy and he's like, I have a shoot. Are you available? And I was like, absolutely. Like, yes. Like I booked a modeling gig and he's like, no, not to model. I need to style it.
1: (laughs) Wow.
0: Oh, like sort of insulted, but like also really excited Yes. Um, because he wanted, he liked my styling work. So uh, it ended up being a really cool editorial spread. And then, that was the first like big photographer that I had worked with. He actually blew up to be like an even bigger photographer. And then the ball just started rolling for me. And I'm not going to say like, after that, I was like, I'm a celebrity stylist. Right? No, it didn't work that way. It, it was, I'd say my first five years, I had no revenue coming in as a company. Um, and I, right away I went and, you know, got my LLC and I wanted to become, you know, LVR Style, which yeah. is the name of my company to this day, was born but it just turned out, like, doing all these free gigs, and that's why I'm like, I don't even know if I have that in me today. Like, thank God I was, like, you know, 19, 20 years old. Lying about my age. I would always say I'm much older. Um, that's so interesting
1: because in- you hear the opposite in, in so many other aspects of – Hollywood people oh, being like, I'm 20 yes. and being like, you are 49. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. how, how, how old were you telling everyone that you were? Uh,
0: I'd, I'd add on about five to eight years. So I'd wow. say like tw- 25 to 28. Um, when I hit 25, I'd say I was 35. <laughs> I'd always... Because they wanted someone back then. It's so interesting because there's a paradigm shift now too. Right. Um, but but I lied about the age because no one would take me seriously if I said I was like, what experience could you have as a stylist? You're not going to book this campaign or editorial. Right. So that's why I had to lie, fake it till I made it. I mean, I had a fake portfolio. So I would have all of my little friends that I made um, when I was not a successful model. <laughs> and I made friends with these beautiful, you know, Uh, female models, male models, and I would dress them. I would just get a credit card, buy shit at Nordstrom's, dress them in it, return it, like not proud of that moment. And like, I don't even think that would fly today to be honest. And then I had my friend Photoshop, um, like he'd Photoshop like her in a gorgeous gown and we'd shoot it in like really cool spots in LA. And then we like Photoshop it. Like it was a magazine and we just make up like magazine names. Like, okay. And you're magazine. telling me
1: that me stealing a bra from gap body is no, a worse offense than you literally making <laughs> up. An ind- lie. <laughs> okay. We're on the same. You are not better than me. I'm just letting you know. That's, That's
0: true. I'm that is criminal.
1: bold. Bold and ballsy. It, it,
0: it was bold. And I will say, even now, it would, all the, the stunts that I pulled back then yeah. wouldn't work now because of social media, That so you can't create fake magazines. You're tagging you like <laughs> back then you had a formalized book that was printed out. And I went to Kinko's and I had this beautiful book made and I would have it, you know, bound and everything and deliver this, you know, meet with agents, managers, publicists. And that's how I started getting celebrities. A lot of the times I was working with these up and coming models who wanted to be an actress, who wanted to get into right. it. And I, this was again, over a decade ago. So now a lot of them happen to make it five, 10 years later. Well, now my client list exists because I've been growing with a lot of these people Nice. You know what I mean? So then yeah. after about five years, that's how I started to actually get clients and, you know, these models turned into actors and then word spreads. 98% of my business has been strictly referral only. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that's been helpful. And I will say, you know, I guess you could fake it till you make it, but you also have to deliver. <laughs> that's the thing. Totally, like, yeah. You can't show up like, and not know what you're doing. So yeah. You know, I watched the Rachel Zoe project and I recently had her on my podcast. I
1: so, I know. I listened. That, was that oh, kind of crazy for you?
0: It was a full circle moment wow. for me because, well, and Rachel Zoe, she was working at Nine West in retail. Uh, and from Jersey, a psychology background, had no uh, idea to go into fashion and just loved it and then kind of fell into it Mm. and then, and then pursued it aggressively. Like I, so I always looked at her like a role model in that sense. I'm like, if Rachel Zoe could do it, you know, like I can too. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I broke into the business. And I'd say I didn't even get my stride with clients. Like honestly, until like the last, like, I'd say four years Yeah, is now I've been like, you know now i have people that are relying on me like you know on my team and stuff like that but that's just been the last 4 years it took it was a journey yeah. to get here of like hell i mean that's <laughs> pretty, pretty
1: <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> impressive like you're so right and and especially in in like this industry like so much of it is is like you know what can you show people in like your 30 second elevator pitch and sure. like, no one is going to be like, okay, let me see what you can do. And then I'll decide like, oh yeah. Like let's do a trial. Th-. Like they just no. want to say, like, give me your portfolio. I want to see a reference. I want to like n- see the names of the people you work with. I, you know what I mean? And I think that's really smart to just be like, yeah, I worked for lush magazine. Heard of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just <making shit> up. <laughs> did any, did, ha- do you work with anyone now who like knows? Like, I don't know. Did any, did anyone ever like call you out?
0: No. Well, I mean, not until I like came out with it years later that I was like, but by that point I had already yeah. been established and stuff. That's when I was like, finally decided to have my big reveal of yeah. like, I'm a fraud yeah. um.
1: <laughs> back to my space. Um, some other personal news.
0: <laughs> exactly. Lush
1: magazine is not
0: yeah, <laughs> a real never magazine. Existed. So, did,
1: was it, did people, were people like that was, that was smart at that point you had already like achieved success. So did people kind of just yeah. see it as like a good business strategy?
0: Yeah, they looked at like, yeah, like the hustle is real and good for you for doing what you need to even telling people now I'm like, I'm 31. They're like, because I had one client and she sent me like, like 40 and thriving and like (laughs) over the hill. And I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. I never you've been keeping up with me these years when you thought I was in my mid 30s. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Oopsie! She's like, you look amazing for fifty-two. That is yeah. so funny. So- yes, yeah, so
0: I was like, yeah. Truth be told, I'm I'm actually not that age. And she's like, damn it, Lel. <laughs> but like, by then, like we've been working together for years. So she's like, that's ah, fine. Like, I love that everyone lies about their age. But now, paradigm shift. These up and coming youngsters, stylists, yeah. like it's okay. Like I actually love that. A uh, you know, twenty five year old stylist. They have a chance now. And with social media, the double-edged sword, yes. you have access to magazines, editorials, um, producers, agents. Like, if you put in the work and, you know – Yeah, grow a, your a little Instagram
1: ed- and stuff. Yeah. Well,
0: and even if – like, even if you don't grow your Instagram and you're just, like, an FBI sleuth, which I feel like all of us are to some extent, yeah. you know, we can definitely do our stalking and research. Yes. You can find out who reps so-and-so and then DM them and, you know, have a beautiful page that shows your work and actually work with them. And that happens – all the time, like Kim Kardashian books people, uh, makeup artists. I mean, she doesn't pay shit, but besides her not paying anything, you can work with her for free and like get the Kim Kardashian stamp of approval. Yeah. You know, it, it, it gives you a little clout.
1: Does, is that, that, that uh, Kim Kardashian stamp of approval feels like it would be a huge get in terms of like growing your brand and business. But I'm sad to hear that she's cheap.
0: Yeah. she's. I mean, I think all of them are kind of notoriously cheap. Her specifically, like I just know firsthand from many, many people who have worked with her yeah. that she doesn't pay because of the power of her influence. But the thing is, it, it's starting to run its course in the sense of she's worked with a lot of different artists and stuff like that. And I mean, I get I get pitches all the time for yeah. certain clients. Yeah. And this person has 30 million followers. Like you should style them for free.
1: Yeah. You're like, I can't pay my rent with 30 million followers. I'm so sorry. Well,
0: and of that 30 million, yeah, they'll throw a tag my way. Maybe I'll get you really, though, like 10, yeah, 100. It's who too knows?
1: saturated. Like- it's not like.
0: Uh, it's it doesn't pay off in the long run. No. I'll get like 100 followers and then, like, that's it. But I can't afford freaking extra guacamole at Chipotle. Like, <laughs> how sad can't put gas in my freaking tank, yeah. but I got some followers. Yeah, you got no some thanks. Kim
1: Kardashian stands who are like, Yeah, I,
0: really. Right? <laughs> like, i rather you pay. I actually had one client and she's very successful in the world of social media. Yeah. She's a little. Yeah, she's killing it. And I said, you know, how about she never mentions that I styled her and she just pays my full rate? I'd be willing for that. And they're like, no, thanks. So, so crazy. <laughs> because there's so I many other people. Who- yeah, there's so many other people who would love to do it for free. But I've had other clients that are like, actually, yeah, and I respect that. And I will pay you and you know, and post you too, just for you know, kind of yeah. standing your ground in that sense. So You know, you just got to feel it out.
1: You definitely have to know your worth. I mean, like, it is kind of cliche, but, like, especially, you know, in these different scenes, like trading, you know, as a writer, I used to get that a lot, too. It's like, oh, you can publish, like, this on our site for exposure. And I'm like, I don't really need exposure. I need money. Like, I need (laughs) to buy i need to go to trader joe i'm going to costco later like i can't like it's at some point the exposure just doesn't add up like you know obviously like if oprah called and was like hey do you want to like do xyz like i don't pay but like and i'd be like yes i'll come like yeah like for sure but you that the bar is so high on that and especially if, if that's like a thing that celebrities do all the time then like where's the What's the perk if, like, all your they always just tag, like, you know, random stylist, random makeup artist? Like, people are just kind of immune to that. They're like, okay, so this and person- you're just
0: and then you feel a little disposable in a sense, Absolutely. you don't feel like you have your worth. So, I look at it like in the beginning, sure, hustle your ass off, yeah. and you got to do some free gigs just so you have some work to show, yeah. But, but at something, you got to draw a line in the sand at some point. Once you have a little bit yes. of some, then it's like you got to start charging right. because it, it just makes it bad for other people in the industry too. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: Yes. And it's the same with writing. It's like, it sucks because they, there will always be some person who's just not seasoned enough who will, who is so des not, and not desperate in a bad way, but who is just so eager to get their work out there that like they will accept, you know, $50 a post or whatever, like that's not. And then you'll get these editors who are like, Oh, well I could just get this person to it for 50 bucks. So if you have like a, a group of people who's willing to, lower the bar it does it brings it back down for everybody else i'd rather see people just be like no like that's not an acceptable amount of money i'll take the l on that and then wake some of these publications up and some of these obviously publicists or like celebrities up and be like if you want you got to pay like this is a business like this exactly this is what it is
0: The one advantage I have to say, I'm, I love that we're talking business. Oh, Look at us. We're just, Little we are business head talk. We're
1: women in STEM. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah,
0: But the one thing that kind of does help, especially when it comes to styling yeah. um, and it's different from makeup and hair is the access that I have because I've been so vested in this business, the relationships I've built with brands, designers, and showrooms yep. over the last 10 plus years Is very different than someone who is fresh in the industry. So, the access to different clothes, designers, couture, like that sort of thing. So, in that sense, I have a little bit of the upper hand if they want a specific vibe. Sure. Uh, And they don't, because you're gonna end up paying for it. The thing is, I'll get it for free. Uh, if another person will have to pay for it because they don't have access like I do so then so so how
1: does that part of the business work so okay so now you're here you're successful like I I get the like yeah I go to Nordstrom and I like buy a bunch of stuff and we take a bunch of pictures and I return the clothes I did like so is returning the clothes like a uh sort of a faux pas of this
0: yeah it really is i mean well now if i mean especially if you're in la and you're buying shit and then bringing it back they're they automatically flag you if they don't tell you they're they're putting a little note like remember this guy he should never come back here or they'll do final sales stuff like that that's why they started doing like you know remember the the age of the Hervé Leger bandage dress do you remember 2008 was the time to be alive and but they would put those giant tags around the dress so if you wore it that wasn't for photo shoots but I mean I'm sure it stopped a lot of people from shooting it too
1: even at Nordstrom there's always a tag on like any dress over like X hundred amount of dollars that's like it's like hanging off the side and it's like if this tag isn't here when you try to return it it, we're not going to take it back. Like exactly. you can't sneak wear this to a wedding and then try to like right, give it back. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but like, but so, so you get the clothes by having relationships with.
0: So uh, designers yeah. pay showrooms and these showrooms are publicity, publicity showrooms. And uh, let's, I'll give an example. One showroom, they'll have like nine brands. Some of them focus on ready to wear like Madewell, Zara, Forever 21. And they'll rep a bunch of those type of brands. So me as a stylist, I'll send in my little request and then I'll say, I have this person I'm dressing and we're dressing them for, I mean, I dress people all the way from like a Starbucks run because they're going to get a paparazzi shot all the way to, and we plan all of that, um, all the way to like a red carpet or a press junket or a photo shoot, whatever. So whatever you're needing for your specific client is the showrooms that you'll probably be making appointments for. Um, so these brands pay a lot of money, a monthly retainer to be in these showrooms. And the showroom's job is to have very good relationships with the stylist. So
1: that way you look at an Us Weekly and they're like, stars are just like us. X person leaves Starbucks with their latte. She's wearing these jeans from Madewell. And then they get this like press.
0: They get the press. And usually, I mean, I've done a situation where I had one of my clients, she was wearing Old Navy. Mm -hmm. um, But she's like, I've never even heard of Old Navy. And so...
1: Wow. Like stars us. they really are just like us i mean really
0: <laughs> not like us at all in that <laughs> sense i mean they're all you know uh slightly narcissistic to be in this business and mm-hmm. they all have i mean there's a lot of shit they're dealing with that just make them super flawed individuals just <laughs> like us yes um so i think it's so glamorized yeah but but i will say like yeah if they're they're making like a lot of money like you're a lot of the times or they're not from here, like they're not shopping at Old Navy. You know, they're from, you know, the UK or whatever. But this deal that we did, she had to wear like Old Navy denim. Mm-hmm. So she did that and then we paired it with whatever else. But Old Navy paid me, she paid my rate, and then the photographer made money from the getting it into the magazine. And it was like a whole thing, like wow. a whole paid deal for her going to Coffee Bean and getting photographed. And everything was planned out, timing, her hair, makeup was done. Like it was the whole situation. Yes. So- that's not always the case sometimes it really is like you'll see Rachel Bilson you know like no makeup like just freaking roughing it up being like I just need my fucking pumpkin spice latte yeah Yeah.
1: absolutely but but a lot
0: of the times um they are planned and staged
1: something I didn't really I mean I think I knew this in the back of my head but I, I do think for any listener who's not in Los Angeles or New York or like in the at all tangential to this world it is not um, anytime there's a paparazzi shot Where the person looks happy to be photographed And like hot <laughs> in the picture That was planned
0: <laughs> like, 100% not They're like I'm going to be at Starbucks
1: at 9.30 Come take a picture of me Like, oh, how, yeah. how, at, not, how, how many times Out of 10 is a paparazzi Shot of someone Who looks you know it doesn't have to be like glam Or whatever but like not like a XYZ just woke up rolled out of bed Like obviously I'm not calling the paparazzi when I'm like Looking like right. shit How many like how often are these publicists calling the paparazzi on their clients in like I mean, a total agreement?
0: I'd say, well, because it's, it's not just as easy as just calling the paparazzi. If you're going to do it, you want to get like oh, a brand.
1: Paparazzi. Yeah. I was yeah. Like- I
0: mean, some of them have them on speed dial. And if you just want to get like a quick, like if you right. want your client <laughs> to get noticed, uh, but for like the brand stuff, I'd say like it's like 50%. That it is just depends. A
1: lot. And so that would be in the case of like the old Navy thing where it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to be wearing this. We're going to pay you to wear it. You're going to get photographed wearing it. Everyone's going to get paid. Everyone's going to be happy like that. And that's like a whole, that's like a strategized Sure.
0: Yeah. But also now I was just going to say that with mask wearing and stuff, it's a game changer. That little revenue stream is stopped because now it's, it's hard to even identify some of these people. If you have glasses, a hat and a mask or just, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a tough business right now pandemic um, those... never
1: been a better time to be a celebrity they're like i can go sure. anywhere no one knows yeah. who knows. i mean yeah. yeah if you cover up someone wrote a really great piece about this a few years ago that was like you can always tell a famous person by their hair like there's such a thing as rich hair and it's true because when i lived in brooklyn i passed emily blunt on the street and i didn't realize it was emily blunt but my the first thing i thought was like that woman's hair is amazing oh and, she had
0: the emily blunt blowout
1: right and i'm like oh of course like a lot of hot people are just rich, and like it, you know. I mean, I think Emily Blunt's definitely hot, but also her hair was really, really good. But I think, like, it, in a time of COVID, yeah, put on a baseball cap, a pair of sunglasses, and a mask, and you're just like the rest of us at Costco.
0: Oh yeah, like it's that must be
1: kind of fun. For sure,
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure. Just I'm I'm excited for those celebrities in that
0: way. Well, <laughs> that is so. Yeah.
1: I didn't realize that there were so many people obviously involved in that kind of like, you know, Rachel Bilson is wearing old Navy denim and like here, she is getting mm-hmm. her a lot. And like you get paid and the photographer gets paid for the, the photo placement and, and, yeah. and old Navy's paying that bill. Like that comes all comes from old Navy or is, is Rachel or whoever you're styling, you know, also paying your rate to style them. Or are they paying you to get the deal? I like, I need to know.
0: Yeah. So old Navy would be, I'd be taking a percentage of the old Navy, uh, pay okay. payment, and then also the client because well, I'm taking the time we have to do a fitting and get her outfit and stuff. So the client will pay my rate, uh, as well, and then yeah, that's pretty much where I get. And then they have other stuff that they're working out on their end. Usually, it's the manager or an agent working it out, um, the, the specifics, but. That's just for like that's one little component, which has slowed down substantially. Yeah. I mean, in the last over over a year now of the pandemic. But then there's the red carpet that stopped too. But like red carpets just for any listener that's like, they're buying all that shit. They own it. Not a thing, which I think a lot of people know. Like all right. of it's borrowed, none of it's for theirs uh for them to keep. Uh, and it's all goes right back to where it came from, wow. the showroom. And it's and it's which is really weird, but it's used on several people. So that's what's kind of it's so, it's so weird to me because I, I remember I went to get... Actually, it was a Good Morning America outfit for Caitlin Bristow because um, she had just won Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And she's like, shit, low, I completely forgot that if I won, I have to do GMA first thing at like 4 o'clock in the morning. She told me that the day before. <laughs> so I ran to this showroom and I'm like, I'm looking for just like a, a fitted blazer. And Caitlyn Bristow is like a little Polly pocket. She's just yeah. a little person. So... Most of the stuff has to be tailored specifically for her, Um, but there was a blazer at this one showroom, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, who was, who was the, oh, I think it was um, Kate Blanchett had worn this blazer, but she didn't get photographed in it. It didn't get any real press or anything, so you can just take this blazer and use it on Caitlyn for her GMA, because then she'll actually get press but it still had like a little bit of like makeup in it. Like, you know, like it's just so funny. Cause I'm like, so
1: they really are wearing all the same.
0: Yeah. It's just kind part.
1: of like this rotating cast of size zero blazers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and now thankfully, like in Hollywood, we're getting different sizes. I'm Thank like, God. Oh my God. Right.
1: Um, what a cool job. Um,
0: it's fun. I, I enjoy it. There's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, People assume it's like super glamorous. I'm like, it's not. I'm like sweating my ass off, yeah. steaming all day, all night. You know, there's a lot of, but. Getting I'd that say makeup it, out of
1: the blazer. Is, <laughs> sure, yeah.
0: And does that land
1: lives. on you? Like, is that your job?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to make sure, yeah, stuff. Uh, well, I look at it like I'm that stylist that now, especially with COVID, like I'm getting everything dry cleaned and making totally. sure it's pristine. But it's but,
1: your responsibility to be like, okay, there's a little foundation on this blazer.
0: Like, oh, yeah! now absolutely. I have to deal
1: with this before I get it to Caitlin.
0: But even that, like Caitlin, oh my God, that night. So Caitlin had gotten back to the, I was actually living with her while she was doing Dancing with the Stars just because once you were in the little sky cage, as we called it, it was like this huge building and we were on the like t- 12th floor or whatever. Yeah. Um, but once I was in, like you had to get tested every time to get back in. And just, it was like too stressful. And this was like prime time pandemic. Right. So to me, I was like, it's not worth me leaving. I'm just going to live with Caitlin now and, um, <laughs> yeah. and just live with her while she does Dancing with the Stars. I thought, well, I didn't know how long she'd make it. She didn't either. So I'm like, it could be a month. I mean, if she gets the finale, but she was even like, I mean, I doubt it. Um, and then she ended up going all the way through and winning. Um, so I ended up, what, what I thought was like four weeks ended up being like, three to six months. <laughs> um,
1: so, I mean, I'm not surprised yeah. she won. She was a great dancer. Also, I just think you'll really like her. I really like her. Yeah. Yeah. She She's has a great. really great.
0: She, uh, what you get is what you see with her, which yeah. is great. But that night she won and then we went out, we were, uh, well, didn't go out. We went to the patio to drink, but we were hooking.
1: We're going hammered, out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're going out of our uh, room <laughs> and onto the patio. Uh, and then, so we did that and then uh, she had to be up at like four o'clock in the morning. So I literally was like, like carrying her little body, like putting little pants on her and just, (laughs) she's like passed out. She still has four sets of lashes on glitter. I don't know from her performance. Like she was a, she was a hot mess. So to get her to the finish line, you know, that that was like an act of God, but like those sort of things. Yeah. Jack of all
1: trades for sure. It's really fun. But that that does sound fun. fun. I mean, it's, it is just like, I imagine that that is like a really fast paced sort of like can't, be thinking too far ahead because everything's happening in this moment kind of job which I like like it
0: yeah and and well every stylist gets into it for something different Mm -hmm. most stylists are like and I love this about those stylists my fellow bougie colleagues but they are (laughs) very like they love designers and the aesthetic and the craftsmanship yeah don't get me wrong like I'm always down for like McQueen or like that's my favorite designer like of someone that has inspired me Alexander McQueen Holy shit. Yeah. Like that documentary, mind-blowing. Yeah. incredible work and and he's so talented. But for me, like that's not what's keeping me in fashion Mm. as it is for a lot of people. They want to be front row at Paris Fashion Week. They want to be in Milan. Right. They want to be decked out because now, you know, designers are gifting them stuff so they have beautiful stuff to wear. None of that shit really matters to me, to be honest.
1: Thank you for telling us all about how being a stylist works because- now I'm like, maybe I want to pivot and be a stylist. No, I, I, I would be amazing at styling Old Navy because I do that every damn day for myself. Um, Okay, so we need to know about your shopping habits in oh. COVID. Like, what kind of shopper were you? Not for other people, for yourself.
0: For myself. See, I don't actually like to shop ever. <laughs> Okay, like, why you don't why bring your work home
1: with you, is what you're saying. Yeah,
0: I, I'm almost like, why did I get into this? I'm like, I hate fashion, I hate shopping, <laughs> you know, I don't like my clients, they're all the worst. No, <laughs> no. they're amazing. But this like, is a I'm cry a, for
1: help episode.
0: I'm not like a <laughs> I'm not like a retail therapy type yes. person, yes. you know, which surprises some people because usually as a stylist you shop a lot. Yeah, but uh, for myself, I love that online shopping experience. I do. Yes. I love it. Send it to my home. Give me that shipping label. I could try it on. Oh, try and close on in a fitting room. I, I'll have a freaking Absolute episode. Hell. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm like, is that what I look like these days?
1: Like, what's with the lighting, too? Like, oh, let's it's, just put in the worst lighting.
0: I want to look at my naked body in DMV lighting right. and then kill myself. Get the fuck out of here with your <laughs> shitty lighting, Nordstrom's or whoever. It's Macy's. True. It's like, oh, it's getting ready in the worst type of, it's almost Macy's lighting if you've ever used that fitting Horrific. room. It's almost like getting ready in a dermatology office. Yes. It's just very bright. And there's like the one like errant exposed. hair.
1: You're like, where did was that on my face the whole time you know what I mean I'm like oh Oh. I have like a chin hair that I can see six feet away from me in this fucking dressing room like every flaw is like highlighted
0: okay actually speaking of weird hairs that grow out okay I just had like this morning before I was talking to you I was looking in the mirror and like I didn't notice it. And then I got in the car to go get coffee and I saw like this long ass gray hair coming out of my eyebrow for the listeners. I have brown eyebrows, but like this unicorn, yeah. it was like a beautiful strand of like long, <laughs> it was like, I'd like say Rapunzel. like a, a few inches. And I'm like, what? Where did Who is she? I ripped that sucker out, but I'm like, make a wish. Like this is something special. But like. I I don't know how that happens. I
1: guess maybe that did he, They didn't get the memo that you're not like 107. It, like, in, have you ever had that though? Like, yes. Just, I'm like, it's like white. Yeah, like, or just like
0: a long hair that just grows, and you're like, how did you not catch that? Yeah, because because it had to have like been growing over time. Yeah, like I how am think. I
1: able to like tuck you behind my ear right now? Like <laughs> where? <laughs> Like, where, <laughs> what mirror have I been looking in? Yeah, but then, and then you go to Macy's and it's like, oh, there's a hair on your face. Like, you see oh, it yeah. from like a mile. Away. You're going to see
0: every nook and cranny. I hate that. Oh, I pivoted away from the conversation about shopping. Sorry about but that. But no, you I like lo- trying
1: stuff on at home.
0: I like trying it on at home. And I order everything from, well, I do love like an ASOS, ASOS. I don't know how you say ASOS, it. Yeah. It, yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, And just buying stuff online. And actually, the TikToks, the, Things you didn't know you need that oh, you yeah. need on Amazon. I buy all of it. I need it all. <laughs> I don't, and I don't need it all, but like I bought like something that's like a stamp that makes butterflies right. and, <laughs> and like and could do your initials. Yeah, so you're, in, initials you're in good company, everything. my friend.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah that's exactly why this show we like started it because it was I was just I every time I saw like an Instagram ad I was like oh, maybe that'll change my life oh, maybe that'll change my life
0: did maybe you that see those uh, forever lit candles yeah uh, why did I just order them <laughs> Don't, why do I need a candle to be forever lit I'm gonna burn down my home <laughs> like it's the worst idea but I'm like these are so <laughs> chic these $50
1: right. candles <laughs>
0: They're plastic. I'm like, these are incredible. Yeah, you're like, I I
1: need a fire going in my home at all times. You know, I've no, I'm totally with you. Like every hair curler, I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, I need that. I need this. I need that. Yeah, and so I was like, I need a place to channel all of this stuff. And I'm glad to know I'm always in such good company on this
0: show. You sure are, yeah. I feel like this is a safe place for people to talk about (laughs) all the bullshit that they buy (laughs) and are embarrassed to talk about it. But here... It's, Here, it's a safe, a
1: safe space. I'm creating a safe space.
0: Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. com slash work.
1: So tell, tell us about what you... What you brought to the show today? Like, what is your item or, or two items? Some people are like, "Well, I brought seven things," but I know you brought two things, and I'm ready, and or three things actually, and I'm ready to talk about them.
0: Okay, first things first. I do love the water bottle. Here, I'll just pretend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lo's <laughs> like, like, um,
0: it's giving me the shape
1: of a water bottle right now. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it's those water bottles. I got it on Amazon. It was like 14 bucks, yep. and it's or something like that. And um, it's lined with like all the different times of the day. It starts at 7 a.m., which is a lot. It's very aggressive start time um, to start guzzling <laughs> water. But then it ends at, like, I think, like, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., whatever. Yeah. And there's little motivational things. Like, you got this. Keep going. Don't give up, bitch. Like, keep on drinking. We know you're thirsty. And I'm just like. Like, I am most- thirsty. I am thirsty. I am a thirsty bitch. And I'm like, that's the most, like, motivational, encouraging thing I have in my life right now um, is my little bottle. <laughs> So you, are you drinking
1: that, more water with it
0: oh are you kidding I'm a dolphin I drink <laughs> so, I am drinking so much water these days because of it well because I'm that type that if like wearing a Fitbit then you have to get 10,000 steps I'll walk in place until I hit my 10,000 because I'm yeah. like I'm competing with myself yeah um, yeah but with this that bottle of water I actually feel shitty if I'm like man there's so here's the thing. If there's like a little bit left, I'll finish it off. If I only made it halfway through through the day, I'm like, hey, bottle, We both know we're not gonna win this. So let's just call <laughs> let's it a try night.
1: get tomorrow. And drink,
0: yeah. refill tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just loaded on iced coffee and Adderall today. So, yeah, on those days, but for the most part, it's a ninety percent. it's helped my my water intake. Wow. And you will I know you mentioned before the podcast that you don't like to drink the I'm agua. Not,
1: I'm not a water person.
0: Okay, here's the thing though. Like what refreshes you though? Because I, you don't I'm dehydrated.
1: <laughs> Diet <laughs> like Coke. Drugs? Yeah, drugs. Diet Coke. I mean, like, I think I'm, but I think I'm chronically dehydrated, and I've never known hydration. Like that is my, that is what I think about me. Oh
0: yeah. Well, my body has never
1: think, experienced it.
0: <laughs> You've never, yeah. Well, because me, I'm like, I'm always like craving like liquid water. If I and and uh, like Coke, Diet Coke, or like it doesn't it doesn't quench my thirst like if I drink a coffee I'm like I need some water to like wash this down I don't know it's weird Well, especially like Diet Coke I'm
1: jealous because that's just not how I don't I mean I think that I think that if my body was ever correctly hydrated like that would be a game changer because my body would be like thank God like can we keep doing this it's gonna
0: change your life (laughs) I'm not trying to get all Ted talking on here like I know but it will it will you know what here's the thing my uh, my mom doesn't drink water either. Mm. And I have a lot of friends who are like, I hate water. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's a thing. <laughs> you know what the secret sauce is? that's helped help them uh, is those little crystal light to go packets. Let me. They're incredible.
1: I don't know. I think maybe I thought one was on my desk. This has some strawberry lemonade like drip drop in the water right now. Oh, that's yes. the only way I'll do it. It, it. Like it has to taste like juice. I'm a fucking baby. I'm no, a baby. No,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing crystal light too sometimes. Oh, good. Nice. Uh, one of my favorite little uh, trashy sangria is what I like to call it. But you take a little LaCroix. They have no flavor, really. Yep. I mean, get real with it. It's like a whisper of a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm like, how are they still in yeah. business? <laughs> Fucking LaCroix, LaCroix, whatever. I always but said I take... LaCroix
1: and then someone said LaCroix and I was like, ooh, mental note. I have been. Oh,
0: sick. I love how fancy you are. I love
1: LaCroix. I mean, yeah, <sighs> like.
0: I, I love LaCroix.
1: La <laughs> okay, wait. Tell me more. Wait, Trashy Sangria is LaCroix?
0: Okay. Take LaCroix. I do one full can. Really load it up. Frozen berries. Take a scoop of frozen berries. I'll do like blueberries, raspberries. The mixed one from Trader For, Joe's. Traders, yeah, of course. of course. Boom. Toss those <laughs> in. And then I'd say, not the whole thing. A little like two pinches of Crystal Light Fruit Punch. Give it a nice stir. Add a little lime. Mwah. It's <laughs> so refreshing wow it's actually one of my favorite and then if you want to you know have a little fun with it i'll throw a little rum or tequila oh, that's I, yeah. I love tequila yeah it makes a really delicious cocktail but it's so bomb i wow. love
1: that. a summer drink i love that it's,
0: yeah and it will cost you all of like a dollar 20 exactly it's like, it's like super cheap if
1: you're on a budget um, no i really i think that sounds really that sounds really good do you bl- don't- do you blend it at all like because of the berries or no. do you just let it okay yeah
0: No, you let that, like a sangria, you just just let let those berries ferment. Like, or I like to put uh, frozen grapes in my wine. It's like that sort of concept. Uh, But yeah, that's one of my, Crystal Light. I don't know what the hell is inside Crystal Light because (laughs) it's cancer. Mercury (laughs) and a splash of God knows what. But there's no calories, no fat, no sugar. Nothing. No, just, but it's so flavorful. Crystal
1: Light is like the ultimate 90s. Like drink like that was it was at the height of like all the reduced sodium, low fat, no sugar like <laughs> snack wells cookies, which I can like still taste, and they taste oh, like oh
0: so god,
1: no, they're not. You are a lot. Lo- oh my! I'll god I'll take
0: a snack well cookie. Oh. I love any of those shitty nineties treats. You love Sign like a up. reduced
1: fat triscuit. Okay, I see you. I, I understand. <laughs>
0: <sick. laughs> how does anyone eat triscuits? How are that is How is that company still in business? I love. Right now? First of all,
1: I. How dare you! I love a Trisket, but full fat for me, and I love a wheat thin. Snack wells I can leave, but like crystal light is like i don't know what it is because you know there was there's a point where everyone was like actually like diet soda is really bad like if you're craving a soda you should just have the real thing like just have real sugar because like it's whatever they're putting in there that's supposed to taste like it is like way worse but i'm already lost i mean i was a child of the 90s like i'm already if something's gonna kill me it's the diet soda but like crystal light is like 1000% like poisoning us but i'm like oh it tastes good though i'll, t- like, yeah. I'll deal with that later
0: it. my little fruit punch flavored rat poison yeah. treat is everything you need for summer so That's right. swipe up yeah. <laughs> like, and let dead. me know what you guys
1: think and let me know if yeah. you guys die after you drink yeah. it um
0: I, yeah. <laughs> I, love oh, so it. I love that hydro throw some crystal light in your hydro. i'm gonna send you yeah one of those bottles And then, and maybe that will just, you know, we'll be little water drinking buddies.
1: I really, honestly, Lo, I have to tell you, people have tried and I'm desperate. I'm desperate to be, I just forget. Like sometimes it's 7 p.m. and I'm like, oh, have I not had any water today? Like, how how do you like find the time? I'm not even busy. I'm not busy. (laughs) I just don't get water. (laughs) Like, I just don't think about it. But I guess that's the point is like you fill up the water bottle. It's just by your side and you kind of mindlessly...
0: Have it always, Do and even if a I straw-
1: don't. Are you straw life or are you? No,
0: I'm I'm putting that thing, just sucking it down on my gullet, <laughs> just putting full mouth around it. Just yeah, going in. I love it. I don't need a straw. Okay. No thanks. Wow. So. That's my first favorite Love product it. that okay. I do. Is that is that, what, what do you say for the show? Like the product you didn't know you needed, but yeah, you needed. yeah, like oh, just what like that? what
1: you bought, you loved it, you want to tell everyone about. So okay, we have the we have the motivational water bottle.
0: Yeah, we're going on a journey here. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm strapped in
0: okay. and dehydrated. We're ready. First <laughs> I took you to work.
1: Now exactly. you're
0: back from work, Miha, my daughter. <laughs> And now I'm gonna give you the facts of life. I'm ready. So, so water, and then the second thing I'm obsessed with, which you told me someone else loved, is uh, the pet egg. Yes. Love the pet egg. Let's talk yeah. about
1: it again. The last time we talked about the pet egg on G Thanks was probably like early in the fall. And as we all know, the fall is when you start hiding your hooves, right? I mean, oh, like
0: ew. Uh, I hate that you call them a Well,
1: I mean, so- I think <laughs> Look, it's my show, buddy.
0: <laughs> Hide those, Hide those hubs.
1: But now we're at the start of summer. And so like foot care is very important. Sure is. Now, which pet egg do you have? I know they make a lot of different kinds. They have like a sure rose do. gold one. Do
0: you have so, the rose gold one? Yeah, you know, because I'm living a particular lifestyle, <laughs> you know. I went rose gold. I paid the extra two ninety nine upgrade yeah, so did the um, first guest so you're, <laughs> you're marketing well.
1: works on you guys oh <laughs> it's
0: so bad like such a joke but I actually I have bought multiple pet eggs because I keep like one if I go visit my parents I'm like where's my pet egg right my pet egg. Like, you know I got one like when I was like dating someone I'm like I'm gonna keep my pet egg here and he's like this is disgusting <laughs> you're a literal animal with hooves <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, it's changed my life because I do get uh, pedicures. I like to go get my feet pampered, but they'll always charge extra for callus removal. It itches like, or not, it not itches. Like it uh, tickles me when they mm-hmm. do my feet. And I like almost kick her in the face every time yeah. as she's going in. Like, oh my, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's too aggressive. Um, but it, I love it. It's, it's amazing. It is really gross though, to be honest. It's like, gross. Yeah. But. But awesome. So <laughs> at the same time, because you're getting these little shavings, like you, if <laughs> for the audience who doesn't know, it's basically an egg shaped mm. thing that has like a, a
1: scraper, like it looks like a cheese grater.
0: It looks just like for like refined, small grated cheese. Yeah, like for a
1: parmesan. But like Yeah, goofy. oh a
0: Parmesan <laughs> Resciano. Giara della Renti. Wow.
1: Over here.
0: Sure. Watches the food network once. I, and yeah, <laughs> I'm over here. Sounded like i fucking live in Tuscany. I love but yeah, it. But yeah, I use that and I'm like blown away by how much maybe I produce a lot of callus. I don't know. But yeah.
1: like No, <laughs> I, I get it.
0: It's don't it keeps my feet looking cute.
1: And they feel so smooth.
0: Super, and
1: it's good for like in between, like a pedicure situation. I know there are some people who really keep up, and I think in the summer I try my best to like not go like too long in between, just because it's like I don't know, it's a nice. If someone takes care of their feet, you're like, okay, you've got your life together, and oh
0: yeah, feet and hands, feet and hands, very important. Honestly, a lot about where you're at.
1: One of the things that I first noticed about my husband when we started dating was that he clipped his fingernails and like kept them really clean and I was like wow I could marry you like based, yeah. based on this alone. Yeah. The bar is low. But like it's very <laughs> it was important. And, and and like but like that kind of gave me you know especially like oh, god straight men like straight men don't don't know that they have to clip their nails sometimes, you know? I mean
0: but, well I'm like depends on where in the country you are cuz I feel like these salons in L.A., it's, like, filled with dudes now. Well, L.A. I mean, doesn't count. Anywhere outside yeah. of
1: Los Angeles. But, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, they're, like, you know, just, that's just not a thing that I think a lot of your straight it, it cis men. It
0: takes partner, whether, I mean, if they're a straight dude, you know, their girl, their their lady friend, yeah. to take them to the salon. And then they end up loving it. I know yes. guys who go for the first time and they're like, wait, this is really nice. Like, yeah, I like that I don't have calloused hands right now. This is kind of refreshing.
1: yeah. The stigma around a straight man going to the nail salon is very funny. It's like, fellas, is it gay to like take care of your feet? Yeah, like for for sure. Please, yeah, take a shower. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I think like like the pedic can take you through a few weeks between sessions and save you some money along the way. You're not paying for that extra callus removal. You're like, I do that at home. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I'm saving that $3 <laughs> and yeah, getting ahead in life. And the, <laughs> Oh, and I also bought the little, okay. There's these suction cup, like uh, bristled things that you stick in your shower. I just got them in last week and I've been loving it having shower time. And you so wait, do I have a month? Can I go grab it and show yes. you it? Or, yes. Okay, go get
1: foot. it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm very excited. Go get it. Go get it.
0: I forgot the name of it, but it's, I'm going to call it like the, the foot daddy, like yeah. the scrub daddy, <laughs> yeah, but for your feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it basically, although if some people are like very sensitive on the bottom of their feet, um. So this could be like a torturing device, but it it has like a little area on it, which is like a pumice type area for your heel. It's in the shape of a foot. It looks like an orthopedic shoe that you put on to help with your back alignment or something. (laughs) Um, And you suction this sucker down to your your bathtub and then you get two of them and then you can just scrub your feet. It has bristles. It's like a little car wash for your feet. That's what it looks like. It has all the different bristles. Yes. And it goes all the nooks, crannies. You're getting the top of the foot because there's like a little bridge on the top that has more bristles. Yeah. And I don't know. This thing makes my feet like baby soft and super clean. I don't know. I love it. I I have two of them, you know, put them in there. I've almost ate shit and died a couple of times in my shower.
1: (laughs) I was going to say like, you know, buyer beware that if you have balance issues, maybe not. But like that is so that has to be the I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing out of your mouth. And I was like, what are you going to bring? Because like that's that is a genius.
0: It's a great one. Yeah, I love this one. And I, I do have to say, like, you won't end up killing yourself if you I use like I like to lather it up. I'm doing mm. coconut oil. I'm doing sugar scrubs wow. in the shower. It's a, it's a lot of oils happening in my I love uh, it. bath. Yeah. So that's why like I almost slip and die all the time. Yes. But I put in a little rail now to hold on.
1: To- <laughs> Good for you. I
0: did. I put Safety in my little
1: first.
0: Because <laughs> I live alone. And I'm like, I'm going to die in my shower. Like, that sucks.
1: For me, my husband just wears, like, noise-canceling headphones. So I will die alone anyway in the shower. He will not <laughs> notice that I'm like, I'll be like, help. And he'll be like, hmm. I don't hear you um I lo- do you put the soap in the thing before like do you put sure do okay okay that's sure what I was couple wondering
0: so actually uh it doesn't work if you put the soap on the br- actual bristles as well as just lather the bottom of your foot yes. stick it down and then get in there I use a little Aveeno body wash it's just heaven how so much do these cost oh wait these were like I think they were 15 bucks nice yeah
1: the, the, yeah, that design, is a genius a thing i love that i love that a lot and i also love that like those are these are also things that were are made for um disabled people like to make their lives easier because some people can't reach down in the shower like some people like totally. and, and i like that they've become more mainstream because it allows companies to be like oh we should make like more inclusive products i know you had one more item a, a beloved item by me and I think by so many listeners, but because you love it and because everyone loves it, I just want you to shout it out because everyone. Oh my
0: my cold face balls.
1: The oh <laughs> they're balls. I have the roller.
0: Oh, you I have, have the roller face balls, too, but I prefer <laughs> the space. I space balls. Spaceballs. I'll call them. Sure. Yeah, they're blue frozen balls <laughs> on a handle, and Your I just blue put face them,
1: balls. Got it. Yeah. I just
0: rub those <laughs> balls all over my face, <laughs> and I am just in the best place possible i love cold compress on yes. my face um but i will lather up the serums get out my balls and just start rubbing them on my face and they are filled with like some weird type lava lamp looking liquid Fun. um they're on amazon though yeah. I, they were, I think they were like 40 bucks a little bit of a splurge yeah uh, but i like the roller too the actual cold like steam type roller for your face like it looks kind of like a not a lint brush, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I have yeah, that yeah. too.
1: It's like for depuffing and and, yes. and all that. I I'm, I'm the same like I overheat like so easily and like I'm constantly just like putting like bags of like frozen corn on my face. So maybe I should get something like a little chicer.
0: I like the two um, brown balls. God, i said balls so many times. On am like, can you edit this out? Like,
1: <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to keep it all in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Wait, face balls. I'm looking at face uh-huh. balls. Freezer. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, these are cool. Yeah,
0: but they go over the contours of your face better than the roller, in my opinion. Right,
1: because it gets right in your eyes.
0: It sure does. Underneath, like, the orbital bone, if you will. Oh, so it's wow. – Oh uh, yeah, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just one fancy word.
1: Lo, we have been talking for like an hour and a half, and I love no, it. it. It oh really, it really Oopsie. has been.
0: No, Sorry, it's been amazing. You
1: no, you were an amazing guest, guest, and I'm like very excited that I now know about the the life of a celebrity stylist and also like your Abercrombie journey like started yeah. from the bottom now you're here
0: in yeah. a way sort of That's and now a-
1: you're started from the bottom now you're sitting on your space gray geriatric chair geriatric. Your <laughs> look we all success is measured differently for all of thank us you. and I'm happy for you yeah. thank you thank you guys so much for listening Lo thank you so much for joining us on G Things Just Bought It I'm going to link to everything that we talked about on this episode oh, which will be do. a illustrious list of of lots of stuff, um, in the show notes. And, uh, if you, um, are in the mood for a new podcast, which I know that you are, and you're not already listening to the low life low, can you tell us where and how everyone can listen to your show?
0: Oh, my God, Caroline. Just let me give a good old-fashioned plug. Give a plug. Here we go. Wait, what days do your shows come out on, by the way?
1: Friday is the regular episode, and Tuesday I do a mini episode with my friend Jackie.
0: perfect. So you have your Tuesdays and your Fridays covered. Yep. So now every Thursday (gasps) you can tune in to
1: the the
0: pregame at the Low Life Podcast. It's L-O-L-I-F-E Podcast. Um, It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcasts. Uh, You can find it there. And then on Instagram, if you want like more info, I have all my links there and that's at S T Y L E style LVR, my initials style lover, but it's not anyway it's, an, it's oh, an acronym I love but it's that. actually my initials
1: I, well I figured that out I'm like you're like it's an acronym and an acronym is letters <laughs> 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 you're like for those of you who don't know swipe up um I'm yeah. so excited I'm also just very excited about these feet shower bristle like that is uh, those will be at my house tomorrow
0: 100%. oh I'm so excited yeah please let me know I will. <laughs>